It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Now, I don't know how many of you have thought about or even remember back to the days of the Occupy movement. The, I guess, original CHOP or CHAZ, they took over areas like Zuccotti Park in downtown Manhattan, other areas around the country. A leftist movement intent on being the follow-up and the counter to uh, the Tea Party movement across America. Funded heavily by various leftist and outright communist organizations like the Party for Socialism and Liberation, uh, Revolutionary Communist, SEIU, the Union, Liuna 108 in the case of New York. Uh, They're financing in part run by a former Deutsche Bank employee from San Francisco who we eventually exposed as living in a $700 a night room in Manhattan while running the finances down at Zuccotti Park, the money that went in to amalgamated bank 3.6 plus million dollars of which disappeared somewhere that we couldn't account for something happened and it was i believe right after andrew wilkow and i went down and did our broadcast from zuccotti park that a young man came up to me someone who had no like for me a young black man from newark new jersey who told me outright, while I despise you in some form, I disagree with you in many forms, I also respect the fact that you call it for what it is. He, having seen what was going on inside the Occupy movement and the outright racism, the outright use of issues, whether we agree or not, went on to found Occupy Newark, which is, of course, in Cory Booker's hometown, or at least where he began his state of play towards the U.S. Senate where he now sits, because they saw the truth inside the movement. A similar thing in Minnesota with Rashad Turner, who in 2015 was a founder of Black Lives Matter in St. Paul, and that's made the rounds in the media as he has left Black Lives Matter after spending a year on the inside. I could have told him this inside of a month. So what does this really mean? Is Black Lives Matter on the way out? As some would say, I can tell you it's not. But we'll have this discussion with Mike Gonzalez, Senior Fellow at Heritage Foundation. Mike, great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me on. And I agree with you. I don't think they're on the way out. But, uh, you know, they have the, 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 the transparency of the Kremlin on the Brezhnev and Andropov. For, 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 the, for similar reasons. So we don't know really yet why Patrice Kohler has had to resign two weeks ago. No, we don't. But there's so much more to these stories that we don't find out in the immediacy, Mike. But are people not paying attention to what is obvious in front of them? I mean, the, the obvious usury, whether it's Patrice Galores, Alicia Garza, Opal Tometi, other founders, Hawk Newsom in New York, you name it, all these various founders, chapter founders, uh, and the families that they go and riot in the name of, who then come out and say, we got nothing out of the deal, whether it's Breonna Taylor's family or, you know, the what happened in Minneapolis, even with George Floyd, the communities pay the price. Why does it take so long for people, in your opinion, to, to call this out for what it is? Well, I have been doing it 
for a year now. Uh, but I must say that people are good. People are well-intentioned. My neighbors who put Black Lives Matter signs on their lawns have good intentions. They, they're having their, their desires for social justice manipulated by a group that is not at all set up to help anybody's family or help individuals, but it's set up to, to change America, to change society. Uh, and, and this is what they say they want to do. I'm quoting Alicia Garza, who, who you know, went up to New Hampshire a couple of years ago and told a group of Marxists, what we need to do is, is, is dismantle the organizing principles of American society. That's what they want to do. They're not set up to help anybody. You know, Mike, I, I'm thinking about what you said about your neighbors and no offense meant to your neighbors. But the videos are out there. The founding of Black Lives Matter, Marxist-based, even Antifa, Marxist roots to the 1920s, is factual history that is easy to find. So to sit there and say Black Lives Matter and assign it to this organization is willful ignorance of the reality of the existence for your neighbors. How do you support something that has such an evil background tied to an organ, a a, a governing structure that has over a hundred million deaths worldwide? I'm sorry, but I just can't excuse anyone for that matter for not looking at the obvious. You know, I think they start out with a really good name, right? Black Lives Matter. Who could be against that, right? You know, they, they, you know, it's not Red Lives Matter. It's not Communism Matters. It's Black Lives Matter. So they start out with a very good slogan, as all Marxists do. And then from there on, I, I guess maybe I'm being too kind to people who do this, but I do think that they, they manipulate the goodness in people. You know, uh, in, in, in my job, as I see it, and the job you're doing now is exposing the reality, which we need to do over and over. And by the way, we're having some impact. I don't know if you've looked at the at, at, at the polls, but the support for, for, for Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter organization has really tanked. And it's that is a result of people like you and me exposing the reality. Yeah. And look, as I mentioned, Occupy died in large part because the American people rejected it. Uh, Black Lives Matter, I think, is more entrenched. Occupy didn't acquire hundreds of millions of dollars of support. When you think about over $90 million given to the organization run by Patrice Kalors, uh, uh, Tometi, and Garza, when you talk about corporations and even Michael Jordan giving literally $10 million a year for, what, 10 years? I forget the amount. He was a $100 million commitment. When you look at all of this, They've entrenched themselves even more, and the grift that they're carrying out is a dangerous grift, but it requires the support of the people hanging the flags, putting up the signs in their businesses, with the exception of the ones that are putting up the sign to try and not get their windows broken out during the riot. I guess I can give them a pass. I understand the desperate need when the police have failed and the elected officials have failed. This all feeds into this. And to me, you and I, and you've done a great job exposing this. Heritage is a lot of work on this overall as, as, a, as an organization. Uh, we need to find a way to go bigger because they're being effective and they're garnering a hardened support, hardened support base. Listen, I have a book that is going to be published on September 7th. I don't know if you know this. The title is BLM, The Making of a New Marxist Revolution. 
it's already on pre-sale. So, so yeah, I mean, I've, I spent uh, most of this year writing this book, uh, looked into it. Uh, I'm actually, I, I spent part of last year writing it as well. Uh, so, so yeah, we need to, to say exactly who they are. And, and, and by the way, all we need to do, you and I, is quote them. We're not, I'm not quoting. I, I don't quote any conservative sources in my book. All the footnotes is people from the left. I describe who they are in their words. Yeah, and that's something else we have. You know, one of the great things about today, video, social media, maybe it's just the picture with Nicolas Maduro with a dictator or otherwise, you know, you, we have the ability to do that. So, Mike, let's talk how we fight back even more and we'll delve into your book. Matter of fact, I didn't know about that, but I'm glad you told me. So we'll get into that. Uh, How do we as a country organize against this? Because we, we need a, a truly all inclusive strategy. This is a Marxist attempt to change what this country is. Well, I think that we go heavily after the corporations, right? The corporations really should know better. And they're the ones giving millions of dollars to Black Lives Matter, the organization. Uh, so, so we do that. We also take a, a page from the very successful resistance that is building to critical race theory. Look, I speak. I'm, I'm going to travel across. I was in, in Austin last week. I'm going to travel across the country this month speaking with parents in groups of people who, who are up in arms about the, the indoctrination of their children into, the, into a, the Marxist ideology of critical race theory and, and, and are being harassed at the workplace. Uh, you have, Black Lives Matter bases itself, its philosophy, its critical race theory, which sees race, which sees everything through the prism of race. They don't think that racism is an individual act of bad people not following the Lord's you know, dictates to love their neighbors. They think that racism is a systemic structural problem I disagree, and I'm speaking out against that as well. All right. I know you have a heart out today. We're going to pick this up another time. Quick plug for the book available for on pre-sale now. Where can people get it? What's the name? Where can well, people get it? Well, I have a, a, a book that was published in July, The Plot to Change America, How Identity Politics is Dividing the Land of the Free. I wrote that was published in July by Encounter Books. That you can get right now. Your, your listeners can get that now. But the next book on BLM, BLM, The Making of a Marxist Revolution, that is on pre-sale coming out September 7th, both on Amazon. And I really appreciate you mentioning the books, by the way. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you for the legwork to get us there. We'll pick up on this another time. You have a hard out, and you have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, dude. All right. We'll be right back. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.